the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Uh, This gentleman just continues to rise in my uh, respect and honor. His name is Tony Dungy. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, I will be pleasantly surprised, maybe mildly shocked, if he returns to the broadcast booth this fall for uh, NFL football games. Uh, It is my gut feeling he's going to be gone. Uh, But maybe not. He is beloved. He is well-loved. He is almost a legend in uh, the NFL. The first black coach to uh, uh, win a Super Bowl. But he is also a strong Christian with very deep convictions. And he really doesn't care what other people think. Uh, He has come under fire again because he has uh, spoken in support of some of the legislation that they have passed in uh, Florida, particularly a piece of legislation that is going to allocate $70 million toward initiatives designed to assist and encourage fathers to take an active role in their children's lives. Um, the, the one thing that we know about poverty, there is a direct link between fatherlessness and poverty. We know that. We know that. We also know that historically... Government programs dealing with poverty have failed miserably. If you want to do a little bit of research on your own, uh, take a look at the poverty levels back in the 1960s when the War on Poverty was announced by Democrats, primarily LBJ, Great Society, and so on. The war on poverty. That was 60 years ago. Now, you would think, after spending multiple billions of dollars in government programs to deal with poverty, primarily in minority communities, not all all of it, but primarily in, in minority communities, what is the result? Poverty is no better today than it was 60 years ago in minority communities. In fact, in most minority communities, poverty is worse. So poverty has not been helped at all. What is the other result? 
the absolute destruction of the nuclear family in minority communities. And that is a fact. It is not even debatable. The nuclear family in minority communities has been devastated. Now, we can debate whether it was caused by government programs. That portion is debatable. But the fact that fathers have fled minority families years ago, that is not debatable. So if there is a direct correlation between fatherlessness and poverty and crime in minority communities, then maybe, 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 maybe we should work on getting fathers back in minority homes. Well, that's what they're doing in Florida. Instead of just throwing money at the problem, they are allocating initially $70 million toward initiatives designed, quote, to assist and encourage fathers to take an active role in the upbringing of their children. But because it is proposed by a conservative white Republican governor, the liberal left is calling it evil, wicked, terrible, disgraceful, racist. What? Excuse me? Trying to encourage fathers in black families is racist? Well, yeah, because it's been done by Republicans. You mean trying to encourage fathers to take a role in their children's life? That's racist? Yeah, because it's a bunch of white people doing it. Well, Tony Dungy spoke at the uh, signing ceremony in Florida when this piece of legislation was signed. And uh, he has received enormous criticism because he dared stand beside Governor Ron DeSantis in uh, Florida. And he basically said, I don't really care. Quote, Hall of Fame NFL coach Tony Dungy is defending recent comments he made at a press conference, unveiling an initiative to promote fatherhood, insisting that, quote, he is serving the Lord. Um, Dungy said that he went to visit a prison. It motivated him to create the organization called All Pro Dad. And he's been involved ever since. Um, he went on, gave uh, a personal testimony about his faith in Christ. And then, to address the uh, criticism, he quoted Barack Obama during Barack Obama's first presidential campaign. Tony Dungy said, two days ago, I spoke on behalf of a Florida bill that supports dads and families, and it offended some people. Fourteen years ago, President Obama said the same things almost verbatim. I'm assuming people were outraged at him, too. I am serving the Lord, so I'll keep supporting dads and families. Uh, Good for Tony Dungy. Um. This is not the first time that uh, he has made controversial remarks about the family. 
uh, sexuality. He has been accused. Of, he has been accused of being a black racist. Mm-hmm. He's been accused of being anti-LGBT. And uh, Tony Dungy has says, "No, I am pro God, and I am pro family." Um, good for him. Good for him. And as you think and pray, pray for Tony and his family, and uh, pray that he will not lose his spot in the broadcast booth. Uh, Not only does he bring incredible expertise in football, he brings character, integrity, and uh, I think a great sense of humor as well. He's a good man. Um, I hope he keeps his job. Uh, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, several. Oh, I'm trying to think what story to get to next. Uh, tell you what, Jeff, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll take it just one minute early, and that'll give me a little more time to develop a couple stories before we uh, finish the day today. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. Stay tuned. We'll uh, wrap things up. We've got some interesting and I think important stories when we return. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this Tuesday afternoon. Well, the White House has a brand new press secretary, and uh, and I must say, Jin Saki was incredibly articulate, professional. And she received a great deal of criticism because she was defending the indefensible. What the Biden administration has done has been absolutely indefensible. But she was doing her job. And for the most part, she did it very professionally. All right? Her job is to represent the president in a positive light. And she did that. All right? We have a brand new press secretary, Corinne Jean Pierre. We are in deep trouble. Uh, we have a vice president that was chosen only because of her gender and her race. It's the only reason. We now have a press secretary that has been chosen only because of her gender, she's lesbian, and because of her race, she is black. Not because of her ability. She is a far, far, far left, and I mean radical. And her first press conference was yesterday, and it was a complete disaster. I don't care who you are, I don't care what your political persuasion, you watch that press conference, it was a absolute disaster. 
She will not last long. Sadly, she will not. But I want you to listen to some audio clips of this woman before she became press secretary. She sees everything through a racial lens. Everything. Now, the remarks that you're about to hear in this brief audio clip is from a woman who was raised in an upper-class home, a privileged home, had a privileged education, has always been well-off financially, had an education that few people can afford, and she is now working in the White House. And yet listen to what she says about America and Americans. Here it is. Racism, sexism, misogyny, all of that, homophobia, xenophobia, we we connected to Donald Trump, but it existed before Donald Trump. Fox News was racist before coronavirus. They are racist during the coronavirus. Fox News will be racist after the coronavirus. Racism was was here before Donald Trump, and uh, sadly, it will be here after Donald Trump. It walks like a racist, talks like a racist, acts like a racist. It is a racist. And we have a racist president in the White House who really pushes his racism racism like a peacock. Donald Trump is the first president to have purposefully had made has made racism the center of his of his campaign, of his administration clearly. I think Donald Trump wants to get rid of legal immigration and it's because of people who come from brown and black countries. He might do away with DACA, which is another moral line that he would be crossing, which is something that would be enforcing advancing a sub- white supremacy agenda. Donald Trump was a white supremacist in 2011 when he decided to be the grand wizard of the Birther movement. Birtherism, which is inherently racist. They want to put up these awful voter registration, voter suppression laws, which is racism, to make it difficult for people of color to vote. Voter suppression is racism. That's exactly what it is. Xenophobia and racism has always played a role in outbreaks. If you look at SARS, if you look at Ebola, if you look at yellow fever or Spanish flu. We've been talking about the coronavirus and how it is an epidemic in this country, which is true. But another epidemic in this country is racism. Remember George Floyd, Amon uh, Aubrey, um, and so many lives, uh, black lives that were lost last year because of violence, um, because of racism, because of, you know, white supremacy. Can we kind of dispel this whole idea that the Tea Party was about the deficit yeah. when, when clearly that is not true? What it was about was a reactionary to the, 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 the racism in America that we were seeing at the time. And what are we going to do to actually... Um, Um, start the process, because it's going to take some time to uproot systemic racism. We have to continue to call out this racism. We cannot stop not doing that. Um, It's obvious that she sees everything through the lens of racism. And uh, again, I've said it thousands of times. Are there racists in America? Yes. If America was systemically racist, how could she have been raised in a privileged home, privileged neighborhood, get a privileged education, and now work in the White House for a white president? Um, but, But this is her mindset. And uh, 
we've got a rocky road ahead of us. Um, especially, you know, she's press secretary, and she calls out one of the major news organizations as racist at its very core. How is she going to objectively handle questions from the press? And the answer is, she won't. I don't think she can. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, real quick, real quick. I wish I had more time on this, but uh, three junior high school students in Wisconsin have been legally charged with sexual harassment. That's a pretty serious charge. These are junior high school kids, three of them, have been legally charged with sexual harassment. Why? Because they refused to call a female classmate they instead of she. That's it. Yeah. The uh, classmate demanded to be called they, an individual. And these three kids said, we're going to do that. And they have been legally charged with sexual harassment. And then there's this. McDonald's is leaving Russia. The whole country. There are 800 McDonald's restaurants across Russia. I have eaten at one in Moscow many years ago. And uh, they are pulling out. Good for McDonald's. I'll never forget the first time I had McDonald's in Moldova. The uh, people that we were staying with in Moldova thought, this will be a really treat. We're going to take the Americans to McDonald's. That was the last place I wanted to go to. However, it was really good because back then, I don't know about now, but they were still using animal lard to cook the french fries in. Oh, my goodness, they were so good. Yeah. Anyway... McDonald's is leaving Russia. McDonald's has said yet to Russia. Good for them. Hey, folks, thanks so much for joining me. Have a great evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.